the Boston Bruins are 27-6, and and that is good enough for first in the Atlantic, second in the Eastern Conference, and fifth in the National Hockey League. My, how the mighty have fallen. My name's Joey Capone. That's Rob Tachi. Rob, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, it genuinely is to see the Bruins in fifth place. We're so privileged. I'm like, oh, man. Like what happened fifth? to us? We're only fifth. We're we only leading be... the division now. It's only the division we're first in. Yeah, especially especially because like none of this year has been like, well, the Bruins are the, the favorites. The Bruins are supposed to be this good. The Bruins will maintain this. Nobody has been saying that. So the fact that they're not and that they've evened out a little bit, which is what everyone said would happen, and we're still sitting here kicking rocks, going like, oh, man, what's going on? It's hilarious. It's like, this is exactly what they were supposed to do. It's okay. Um, also, like, what's going on with everybody else where we can have this shitty stretch and basically not move in the standings? At least, like, divisionally. It's like, guys, had like, so you had room. your opportunity to leapfrog the Bruins, and you very much did not. And God help you. now it's you. over. It's, it very well may be. I feel pretty good about uh, them coming back from the holiday break. I think we kind of had to tell ourselves that even before the break happened. Um, that's what Brick said at the end of the last game um, before before the break, which was the wild. Yeah. Where he was like, this is like the perfect time for a mental reset. It's like, I think right. it's, a, yeah, I don't think that's just telling ourselves that. I believed that. I mean, especially because all the Bruins' issues did seem to be self reliant. You know, very few of the things that they were doing in that like five, six game stretch there were things where I left a game being like, man, if they just had one more defenseman or, oh, if they just had another forward, like if they had, they scored more than one goal. Yeah, it's more like it's internal issues, and it's I think it's coaching, I think it's mental stuff, and I think it actually was a perfect time for a break. Uh, and it showed in the first game back, Rob sure did against uh, yeah, go popping up for nothing like halfway through the game. Love that. Uh, I, I imagine we'll mostly be focusing on the Sabres game. Um, the last. We missed the wild, the Jets, and the wild games. And before they happened, we, uh, with a healthy amount of hubris, predicted a three and O run. Did what did we they really? go? I think they went O one and two. I believe that's what it was. So not three and O. Yeah, Close. they lost them. They lost them all. But. Uh, Whoops. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird looking at the schedule, seeing four L's in a row. I love that. Two of them against the Wild. I'm sure they love that. I know. Uh, but yes, the nice, very nice bounce back win against the Buffalo Sabres. Um, that was, at this point, already three days ago. We record this the morning of Saturday. So the Bruins will be playing the New Jersey Devils this evening. Yeah. Our recording schedule has been all over the place. So sorry that we're yeah, our bad. we're bouncing all over. That's uh, honestly my bad more than anybody else's. So if you're like, hey, where are you guys been? There's like been stuff going on. We know. <laughs> we know there's all sorts <laughs> of stuff. Uh, and we'd love to be talking about it. It's just god damn, is it difficult to do? It is hard to to coordinate these things with our agents and our managers and getting, you know, uh renting our studio space here. Uh and obviously the camera crews. 
it's just a lot of coordination. Look, we're prominent business leaders and highly sought after dinner guests. So sometimes it takes a bit. No, I do I feel like that's also my problem too. Like, like I didn't push back. I at no point I was like, hey, we should record the podcast that we have. There was one day that. this week. There's one day this week where we were both like, let's do tomorrow. Yeah, 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 for sure. All right, I'm around all day tomorrow. And then I went back through our text, and we didn't speak all day. <laughs> we just both agreed, like, yeah, no, that's perfect. Yeah, let's do it anytime tomorrow. And then we just didn't talk at all the whole day. And the next day, I was like, oh, yeah, we were supposed to do a show. We didn't. That's how I make plans. It's like, I mean it. Like, I'm like, I'm free, and I would like to do that. But unless you're the one who's sending like a notarized invitation to my doorstep. I'm, I'm, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Which is a great combination when that's the, the two of us's mentality. Yeah. And there are only two of us. We can't, but here we are. Me. Here's the thing. I'm going to pretend something. I'm going to live in pretend land. And I would like everybody listening to do the same thing. We did a show on Christmas. So this show is about the post-Christmas break. Because the show that we had prior to this one that actually came out was about the struggles and how they're going to turn it around and what they need to do and blah, 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 blah. And then they went on to lose three more games. So that episode is just still relevant. Just pretend that we mentioned the Wild again. Just pretend that we mentioned the Jets. All those things that we said, appropriate to those games. This is a this is a Buffalo Sabres episode. That's kind of it, too. It's like it wasn't like a couple of ass whoopings in the Bruins' favor. We're like, oh, man, I can't wait to talk about it. It's like, man, I don't want to keep talking about all these losses. That's why I'm not great at this, but that's fine. Yeah, I mean, the, that's the, the thing, too, is like, what are you going to say that ha- isn't being said? Because the prevailing narratives that I saw for the last like week were like, <laughs> and like, here's, the, I work in this field. We get it. I know that you got to fill air or you just fucking don't do an episode like us. But when you're contractually obligated to do an episode, you end up making episodes like it's Christmas. What should the Bruins put on their Santa list? Who's getting cold this year? All right, Rob, I have a list of what should be in the Bruins stocking and who gets coal. And then we go back and eggnog. Hey, do you have any holiday traditions that you do at your house? Okay, thanks for bearing with me. I think I'm going to add sleigh bells onto the intro song. You should. Like that's that's, that's should, the thing. You should clip the that's last it. minute of us talking just now and release it as an ep- <laughs> as the episode fifty. We what? It's been there the whole time. There's ghost drop it, shadow drop it. it. Like, it's there. That is funny. That is good. Well, you guys don't even like us. But yeah, I mean, I'm not interested in like filling air with, I don't know, <laughs> bullshit. I know what you mean. It's like well, you read a couple tweets, you listen to a podcast, and you're like, wow, everybody's kind of on the same page right now. There's like rarely a time where there's a lot of divisive issues in the Bruins fandom where like people yeah. are kind of falling one way or the other. For the most part, it's like, yeah, no, I would also like Jake DeBrus to score more. Like, yeah, the goalies yeah. are good. Like maybe mm-hmm. they should score more than one goal a game. Yeah, I think they should be more physical. Yeah, yeah. Patrick uh, should come to Boston. Nope, nope. <laughs> People aren't saying that. People oh yeah, we never got that. a chance to talk about that. That's how long it's been. No, that, we like about that. It. Did we? No, oh, we you and I did, it. but not on the show. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. No, I mean like the aftermath. 
What aftermath? Like I, I talked about how I want Pat Maroon on the yeah. last episode, and then the next game after that was the first time they played the Wild when he like boarded McAvoy and all that. We have not talked on the podcast. No, we since. did. We talked about that one. I don't think that's right. Yeah, because I, I was like, dude, the last minute. Oh, maybe that was just texting with you. Yeah, we did not do an episode. Like you're the, right. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, you watched that game late, and I was like, I did. Yeah, that final minute is exactly why I don't want Pat Maroon here. And Correct. it was when he boarded McAvoy and knocked his helmet off, and Chuck decided, uh, after getting a head injury, with a new rule that you can't play on the ice without a helmet, to just continue playing on the ice without a helmet. Whatever, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So it's been board. a babe. Get off my back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, this was stuff going on. Um, the other thing, want- the other yeah, r- yeah, real yeah, quick yeah. before we get into like the nitty gritty, as we're talking about like the big, like big headlines around Bruins world, do you gun to your head? Don't move. Put your put your hands up. I swear to God. Um, I'm actively do the Bruins hands. do the Bruins pee your pants right now. <laughs> do the Bruins trade? Jake DeBrusque. I don't expect him to be on this team by next year. I don't know when that well, would happen, yeah, he, but yeah, I'm there too. It's a contract year. He's not having a great year. I think another team would see that as like, okay, we can capitalize on him having an off year and get like a lower than expected value on his contract, but still getting a pretty good player. And I don't know if the Bruins are doing that for him. Um, well, do- I mean, I think he'd me, get paid more somewhere other than Boston next year. Yeah, but to me, doesn't it make sense to play it out, like to play out the second half of his year? I know. I what I mean to say is, like, I don't think he's. I, I could see him getting traded in the off season. Like, I don't think he's going to be gone by the end of this season. Well, no, I he's a don't... free agent. This is last year, contract year. I know, but what I'm saying is, I don't think they're going to trade him. Yeah, so I mean, once the season ends, he's any chance to trade him is moot, as he is a free agent. I don't know. I don't know. All I can tell you is I just don't expect him on the roster next year. I don't think he resigns here. Yeah, I just i I'm more I'm more talking about this trade deadline because, like, okay. I think that the two options that people are talking about are: do they? Do they move Jake or do they add somebody who's very similar to Jake? They're like, oh, we need like a secondary scorer, uh, you know, somebody who has a high ceiling and somebody who, uh, you know, maybe they can, uh, maybe they have a little more control over, like they have a little bit more time with than Jake, um, which is very weird because it's, it's, you're basically talking about getting rid of one guy to get the same kind of guy. Um, which is a lot more like a Red Sox move than a Bruins move. I don't, I, I don't want to spend all too much time on it because there's like other things to talk about. But it is the big headline about Jake. I just think Jake's trade value is so low; it doesn't make it a lot of sense to me to get rid of him because you're trading what uh, half of a season of Jake DeBrusque. What do you get in return? I mean, not unless you package him with something significant, which I don't understand. And the best thing that you could get back is someone like Jake with like a, a little bit better. So um, I just think you play it out. And even if he has 15 more goals this year, 
out of nowhere. It's like it's not gonna. I don't think it impacts their decision whether or not to extend him. It just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. So I think that these are. If I had to put a bet on it, he plays the rest of the year and they just let him walk. I, I don't think that they're like so married to the idea of like getting something for him. I think they can just let him walk. I could I could see them like packaging him with like another prospect or even like another bigger name. Like if they want to make like a blockbuster trade where like they did trade like omar or something um i could see him getting included on that just to up the return but i don't know who who would want jake i don't know this is like you know what i mean it's i don't know it just doesn't make it this is not is a lot of gaps in my knowledge like when people are like oh the sharks are a perfect fit because they have the cap space and they need that secondary scoring. Like, I'm not great at that. I'm, I mean, even outside of like knowing the specifics of which team have what needs, it's just hard to imagine a team that is in pursuit of a guy for half of a season. So they're looking for a rental guy, right? Which usually means they're making a push. So a team that's on the verge of making a push and is also willing to give up something significant, that just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I so, know. I don't, I don't know. I that. just think Jake stays here. I think they push with him. I think they win the Stanley Cup with him. And then he oh. plays for the Edmonton Oilers. Um, that seems like a good fit, honestly. I don't know why. I don't know why either. As I said it, I was like, that kind of works. I have Whatever. I think they have $28,000 in cap space over there. So Jake will be taking a slight pay cut. Um, all right. Do you want to talk about the Sabres game? Speaking of young kids scoring goals. Sure. All right. So, we just want to start with the Lorai goal. Just get right to the, the yeah. Hot I mean, stuff. I mean, there's not much before it. That's true. Um, there was one. I did make a note because I was watching the recap, and so this was a TNT game. <clears throat> and I'm not subtle about how much I dislike nationally covered games. I don't. I don't like them. I don't like the play by play. I don't love the presentation. I just don't like them. I just, I just give me Jack or Alex Faust. That's another thing we got to talk about. Yeah, we do. Um, but there's one point where like Zach is like coming up with the boards and like is trying to get the puck, and somebody it looks like he gets tripped. Like that, he gets mm-hmm. tripped and falls down. The announcers are like, "Oh, and Zaka gets popped." What? It's like, what? What are you watching? Like, no one even touched him. Like, like his someone's stick touched his skate and he fell. They're like, "Oh, oh, okay, man, all right." Sure, I guess. And like, it wasn't even like one guy. It was like a second person. It was like, oh, I I rewatched it three times. I don't know what these guys are doing outside of like NHL on TNT once, once every two weeks or how often they get a game. But it does feel like, do, do you guys have like office jobs? Like, what do you, I don't know. It's like five minutes for, okay, so this is hockey. All right. Puck, stick, right, net. right, right. That's enough. Go ahead. Uh, um, the Laura goal. <laughs> Sorry, you go ahead. First of all, first of all, just a general about this game thing, too. If we're going to talk about broadcast, we also got to talk about Jersey. It's so much better. Oh, the goat it's head? so much better. The goat head is so much better. Oh, than I loved blue it. And white. I got worried uh, when I saw it. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Win. Damn. <laughs> it looks like such a more imposing team. It's such a better jersey. Like far, I do not like the Sabers regular jerseys at all. You, you know what I will say is the Sabers are the ultimate example of um, 
nostalgia porn because when they were the black and red and then they started sometimes wearing the blue and yellow people creamed themselves over that too people were like oh shit the throwback i love the throwbacks and then they switched full time to those and then like now they do the throwback to the goat head and people are like oh i love the throwbacks like yeah i think we just like I think you miss being 12 years old. I think that's kind of what is going on, which is great. But these jerseys, I actually like these jerseys. I actually like, but it really, it's so funny when people are like, Oh, I miss those ones. It's like, well, we all hated them when they were here. So I don't like their logo. It's like too on the nose. <laughs> we're they're... the Buffalo Sabres. What's your logo? It's a Buffalo. And then there's Sabres. All right. <laughs> I don't yeah, know why like... they need a Buffalo at all. No, it, I think it would look better if they just emphasize on the Sabres part of it. That's like their what, name. Is there is there any other team in the league that incorporates the location into the logo the way they do? Um, Calgary Flames is a C. That's true. That's true. Um, uh, L.A. Kings. L.A. Too. Kings. Yeah. yeah, they have the full L.A. on there. Dude, the L.A. Kings have a logo inside their logo. That pisses me off because their logo is that full shield now. Yeah. And then inside the shield is their old logo. That's too much. You got way too much going on. You have your full name. Way too much. Um, I bet there's a few more, but yeah, it makes no right sense now. why the Buffalo Bills and Sabres are both like, oh, we'll put the animal a Buffalo on there because that's the same word Just as our city. Get it? Just be the Buffalo Hot Wings. That'd be fucking awesome. That's like that's so minor league baseball. I bet that they're <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Buffalo Hot Wings team. That's the new uh, Banana League team. I mean, what I, I feel like a touring baseball team from Buffalo would not get the same draw. I feel like they would be a very different group of <laughs> be folks. Very violent. <laughs> yeah. Very cold. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but no, right. the Goathead jerseys are fantastic, and yeah, I, I, I love them. I like them a lot. Uh, Mason Laura, Mason Laura, Mason Laura, Mason Laura. So the goal itself, and this, I'm going to have another comment about national coverage. Mm-hmm. I love the goal from Laura. I really liked Laura's game. Um, mm-hmm. I'm still shaking off the impression I got from him. The first stint of his call up or like defensively, he was kind of tough mm-hmm. and like, he can still be, but like the situation, the Bruins find themselves in, like we can't really afford to be, too too picky um so it'd be i don't know um i just want to say that i've enjoyed watching his game progress as quickly as it has but this goal is particularly nice so the bruins get out of the zone and then he uses his reach for a nice little entry to get around someone and get the puck back in um to frederick and then frederick has a great pass to jvr jvr takes a very purposeful shot off the pad of levi and Lori crashed the net and was there to cash in on the rebound. Perfect. It was so smooth and it was glassy and I liked it a lot. And then the call was, that is a brilliant save with the right pad by Levi. <laughs> it's like, I didn't even catch that. What? I didn't even catch the call. Like, yeah. sure. Like, yeah, it wasn't a bad save at all. Like the shot JVR took, like, I think it was even behind coverage or like behind coverage, uh, behind a screen. So like yeah sure but like out of all the things that happened like you're capitalizing on like the initial pad save like that is the, the, that the is exact save that JVR wanted him to make like yeah I was like what are you talking about that is, 
<laughs> I didn't catch that at all. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched the goal back 50 times and I, I have it muted every time as you should. Uh, th- I was going to say, I think this is a big time Jim Montgomery goal. I mean, the, the decision on low ride, a crash there. Like if you watch like, the beginning of this play, like after they break in and Freddie makes that pass across to JVR, any other team, that defenseman stays exactly where he is. And there's there's a gap that opens up uh, as Freddie makes that pass. And you can see Lowry, like make the decision, like, I'm going to fill that hole. I'm going to crash the net here from the blue line. I'm a rookie defenseman who's about to crash the net from the blue line and leave Trent Frederick covering my defensive role. And Freddie kind of almost doesn't. I don't even know if Freddie realizes. Like, if you watch it back, Freddie is not up on the point. It is a ballsy play that worked out, but um, it is one that I don't know how many coaches it works under. And I also don't know. um, I think we have a very different discussion if this doesn't play out this way. If that rebound doesn't come his way, if he doesn't tuck it home, he has fly the zone and have like an odd man rush and score on it. Yeah, it's a risky play that paid out or play or paid off the way it played out. But uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying like, man, that that is risky because that could have gone a, a very different way. Yeah, no, Frederick um, fully went with them too because he yeah. <laughs> like he's like I'm like halfway through the circles when that goal goes in. Like there was nobody covering that left. Yeah. Point. Just just was not covering back. And that's and it's fine. It worked out, but um it's one of those plays where it, his confidence is on full display. Uh, but it's also a, it's a little worrying to me, to be entirely honest. I'm like, okay, all right, I'm glad that worked. We're not gonna do that all the time though, right? We gotta be we could be a little aware because as of this moment, at the moment the shot is being taken, there is an incredible opportunity for a two on one the other way. Like I'm staring yeah. at it. <laughs> well, you uh, that is Montgomery's system is like I is. want the defenseman to get involved, and the consequence of that is we're gonna let up quite a lot of odd man rushes. Because I and like I'm not to compare McAvoy to Lori, but if that were McAvoy doing that, I don't think any of us any of us would be talking about it. Be like, yeah, no. that's what McAvoy does. That's what Krug does. That's what up uh, insert other famous Bruins defenseman here does. Did the Bruins have any other famous defenseman in their history? Is it or is it just Krug? And, okay, I think it's McAvoy and Tori Krug. I think that's like those are the two big ones. Reach out to us and let us know if we forgot anybody. Send us really hateful tweets, please, please. Goose, Hi, oh, Go- Bobby Orr. Go- yeah, Goose, right. And Bobby that's Orr. what it was. They, that's why Goose is here. That is why Goose is here. Bork. That's what Loki just told me. <coughs> but no, uh, I yes, do, but I did maybe really that's like an that. indication. Maybe that's an indication of what Laura is going to be. You know that he is going to be a, a more step up defenseman, and as much as we're going to criticize his defensive game, he can make up for it with some offenses. What third goal in what twelve games with the Bruins? Does that sound right? That sounds about right. It's definitely his third goal. I can tell you right yeah. now. Yeah, that's there's no doubt about that. And by right now, I mean in one moment. Lorai has played. Cut his hair, dude. What's go? He looks like a Muppet. Has he played eighteen games. Wow. Oh shit. Okay. Three goals, That's three assists, more than eighteen I games. Yeah. Six yeah. points in eighteen games. Cannot complain about that. Um, take fifteen points from a rookie defenseman in half the yeah. season. Yeah. So, 
Uh, he's also a kid. We've talked about it before. I'll say it again every single time because I think it's relevant every single time. Kid became a defenseman at the age of 17. That's crazy. So, which for him, I think, was like 11 months ago. So, And also, I'm now learning, because I'm, and I'm going to jump ahead in the program a little bit here. He also played college hockey with Georgi Merkulov. I don't know if I'm saying either of those names correctly. I need Jack to say them tonight. We're getting Jack back tonight. We are getting Jack back tonight. It's been a bit. It's been a bit. Is it tonight? Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was January. I thought he was taking a longer break. No, he's taking another break in January. There's like a okay. road trip with like with Ottawa and somewhere else that he he'll be out. Um he also had a tweet he was like I'm still here. Yeah, I'm and still he made alive. the comment he was like for many more years to come and it's like oh okay, yeah. that's nice to hear. I, uh, yeah. but but I will say that Alex Faust, the guy who did the call in his in his stead, I really liked him. I did like him quite a bit. My dad doesn't like him. Does he think he's That's... too? <clears throat> uh, Boston Bruins coming down the side, like two communications major. E. He said, "Joey's boring." I don't think he's boring. I think he has a like. He just has that classic tone. Like I was like, that... he's a fill-in guy. He's he's just there to do the job. You know what I mean? He's just there to do a good job. He's not there to. You know, establish a brand. He's there to just like do his him. job, and he's and he's doing his job. He's like, oh, give me Jack ten times out of ten. I mean, yeah, but that's not fair. Yeah, yeah, it's like, not a fair comparison. No, but... like, anywho, but anywho. yes, Merk- Merkulov. I'm assuming it's Merkulov. Uh, well, how did you think it might be pronounced? Also, uh, Merkulov. 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 Interesting. I think it might be Merkulov because I'm I'm trying to picture Russian. I don't know if there's a lot of Q. Sound Merkulov. Merkulov. I don't know. I think this is the first. Is this the first Russian-born player? Because we've had a lot of Soviet-born players, including Orlov. I don't know if the Bruins. I don't know if the Bruins have ever had a Russian-born player. No way, dude. They don't play Russians. They just don't. Orlov was the first like guy from that part of the world in like ten years. Sergei Samsonov, but I mean that's definitely during the Soviet Union. Sergei Gonchar. Have we had draft. a guy younger than Orlov play for the Bruins that may have come from Russia? Because if not, then no. Um, Koklachev. Russian-born Boston Bruins. Yeah, Koklachev here for a moment yeah i don't i think every russian born player was really born in the soviet union i'm, t- I'm telling you kokolchev i think that's the only one Koko- oh i forget you forget about kokolchev yeah well he wasn't Koko. around for much yeah five games in 15 16 three games in 14 15 one game in 13 14 yep so, you're right born in moscow russia all right well that's it snuck in there that's it. Full circle. Anyway, I'm trying to look if they, they called him the first one. Anyway, anywho, anyhow. <laughs> does not matter uh, whatsoever. Yes, Merkulov and Laura had played together. And Laura even tweeted when the Bruins signed him like a year or two ago. He's like, this guy scores goals. Like, nice. What? How? Wait, it just hit me now. He's a Russian-born human who Correct. played at Ohio State? Yes. 
Is that common? That's that feels weird. I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if like the US is still like a hotbed. It's like if you want to play hockey professionally, like coming to the US when you're young and playing for a college team is a pretty good way to get seen and scouted. Yeah. And it just feels like juniors and whatever makes a lot more sense. He looks so angry all the time. His brow is always furrowed in like every picture. It looks like you just made like a really like questionable joke at his expense and he's just staring you down. Yeah, yeah. You just insulted Mother Russia. Yeah. Uh but even when he's smiling. <laughs> fourth, third, third, fourth in the AHL in scoring, 30 points in 31 games. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see what Montgomery said about him? No, I didn't. Uh I don't okay, so he basically was saying, like, yeah, we didn't just call him up for his scoring. I'm like, yes, you did. Like, and that's fine. Like it's like we brought him up for his 200 foot game. It's like, no, you right, didn't. We quote, we want to score more, but we don't want to score more sacrificing our team defense. And that message has been made clear to Merck. Like the reason he got called up is because of his 200 foot game, not because he's scoring more. Really? Because we're scoring one goal a game, and this guy alone is scoring one goal a game. So I I would not have had a problem if Monty was like, yeah, like we need like a scoring boost right now, and he he's got the touch right now. Yeah, I think that's just something you say to a rookie to say like, hey, remember you have defensive responsibilities, and remember that like we're not going to get caught, and remember that you're coming up to the NHL for the first time. That's a lot faster than the AHL, so don't get caught. I think that's all that is. Yeah, but it seems weird. I wish um, there was a little more transparency in that, and just said like, yeah, we just want to make sure that he's aware of the speed of the game and doesn't get himself caught chasing goals. Could have just said that. Yeah. Charlie Coyle. Had Charlie. A goals. Uh, so off of this, I want to say that Jake did have quite a good game. Jake did have a good game. Jake had a really good game. Second star of the game. Two assists. So that first, this first assist and Coyle's first goal coming on the power play. Him like going around behind the net and feeding it right to Coyle in front. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Coyle, great shot. Top of the net. Like, would have Coyle, popped Coyle is always going to have like these spurts of like looking like an absolute all-star goal scorer. Yeah. Which is annoying because then he doesn't do that for 10 games. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about Jake DeBrusque too. It's the same thing, but yeah, I I would, I would argue between the two of them. If you want to get frustrated at one of them for inconsistency, it's not Charlie Coyle. No, no, no. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's just that that's a full play. That's a full team play goal where that's just set up and goes the way that it should. I mean, I'm happy that Jake gets on the score sheet there, but I mean, that's a pass you're supposed to make. Charlie's where he's supposed to be. And I think that's just a, yep, that's exactly how it was supposed to go kind of goal. There's no like exceptional performance there. There's no, oh my God, how did they beat them there? That's just. It's a drawn up play. play calling. Go to the front yeah. of the net. I'll go around back and I'll feed you in front. Yeah. It's just a solid execution. You can say that. Yeah. And I'm glad to get no Jake involved in the scoring. I think it does a lot for his confidence. I just want to get him on the score sheet a little bit. And if it takes some power play assists to get him on there and get him in a groove, get him playing with, you know, some top line guys, by all means, go for it. I'm I'm cool. I'm cool sticking Jake with the best that we got. I really am. I, I want him to to excel. And I think that you do that by consistently getting him involved. I agree with that. Uh, power play has been cooking lately, too. Yes. So then the next goal was Charlie Coyle from Jake DeBrusque on the power play. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one was a fortunate bounce. This was like off of uh, the Sabres skate. 
But we'll, we'll, we take those. We take those all day long. Yeah, they count the same. That's the thing about about goals is when they go in the net, it just it counts. Um, and then exactly the same. Same energy in the geeky goal. Just like I'm going to throw it at the net from the side. I'm going to throw it at the goaltender and hope it goes in. And it did. So at this point, it's like halfway through the game. The Bruins are up four nothing, and I'm just like, yeah, here we go. This is this is what you yeah. wanted to see. Um, but I mean, before we talk about that fourth goal, I think there's something else that we need to speak on, and that's the, the incredible thing? save that is, yes, the save what? of the game from Charlie McAvoy. I don't understand how people do this. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense, now, does it? Like um, I, I have pretty good hand-eye coordination for like, yeah, a citizen. <laughs> but like seeing shit like that like even, like tip drills even that i'm like what the fuck like i remember my buddy like and i like he showed me tip drills he was like i'm gonna shoot them and then you tipped them. i was like okay and like i didn't come anywhere close at any point like i was just i think it was just like swinging my stick up and down i'm like no you hit me like it's like a mini golf course like i mean so, yeah i mean so the best baseball like players this, yeah. the best baseball players in the world you know, get a hit 30% of the time. Yeah. So to be able to, yeah, get your stick on a, on a puck like that pretty consistently is staggering. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was, that felt like a playoff moment. Cause that's, those are the kind of like, you know, uh, sacrificing yourself kind of plays that you see late in a close playoff game. Yeah. And uh, like every run... excited for playoff hockey, to be honest, that's, that's like uh... the main thing that that did. You got a couple months. Uh, it, yeah. it, every run does need to have like one miraculous save. Yeah. And that's usually what they look like is something like that. Like Michael Ryder's glove save. Mm-hmm. The save for Washington. Well, like 2019, I think it was. No, mm-hmm. not 19. That was a year we don't talk about. Yeah. Uh, trip. Game five trip. Check. Got it. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. You know that, that happened and they didn't call it? I did not. Uh, quote here from uh, Brad Marchand. On his New Year's resolution. Okay. Just continue to be perfect. I love his confidence. That works. It's it's so good. That was was a backhanded thing to say. Like, you're so confident. Like, (laughs) oh, I love that you believe that. Like, (laughs) no, I, Marshan without his ego wouldn't be Marshan. It wouldn't be as fun. It wouldn't. It just wouldn't work. It's like I love when he's a piece yeah. of shit, even like joking. It's the best. That's exactly who he's supposed to just continue to be perfect. He's he's my favorite um, athlete in terms of just speaking. There's just nobody yeah. who does it better. Yeah, I know. You every time he he talks, it's it's quote worthy. Every time. Um. Now, if we're gonna be talking about the quotes and about socials and uh and all that um we got to talk about probably the biggest one of well probably of the season um did you see blades doing ballet i did not see this no yeah blades blades went to the boston ballet and uh how'd it go uh well he met up with the nutcracker bear and uh he learned some ballet and it was uh the nutcracker bear I don't know how to put this into words. It might be the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen. Why are the legs so skinny? Yeah, dude. Um, it's the oh, scariest no. thing of all time. It's dead little eyes and like the way it does ballet. 
That should just be our oh. new mascot. Just a one for one swap. <laughs> they get Blaze. Dude. We, get the bear. we get the bear. I think that bear is way scarier than Blaze. I'll throw in a second round pick. I don't even care. Like, don't I don't want <laughs> oh my god. I don't want him in a jersey. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want anything. I want that fluffy little neck thing that he has on, like a dude. <sighs> Renaissance jester. I really wish the Bruins, like, do you remember the commercials they did, like hockey Bruins, oh, hockey yeah. rules? And it was like yeah. basically just a stuffed black bear that a person was walking around in. Yeah. It had like the weird head that it made it look like Chara was the one in the suit. Just make Dude, that blades. Like, make it I've, just like this like weirdly realistic bear. Just let a bear out at TD Garden. It's fine. We're, Boston's tough. So I've looked it up. We fought bears. I've looked it up like about that bear and about its name and about whatever. Um, it is simply called bear. That's perfect. And uh, yeah, cause they, they did a whole bunch of promotional stuff with him. Um, and then just entirely retired him and let uh, blades take over, which listen, we all make mistakes. It happens. Um, fix it, make it right. That should be the guy. Name him the bear. Don't give him any any kind no, of identity. That, bear, bear, that? and That's I want, bear. I want like videos on on the big screen during TV timeouts of like like I want, <laughs> I want like eerie like found footage video of him. I want to know like I want to learn a little bit of backstory as we like go. shaky handheld camera footage. Yeah, like I want to know that he lives in the bowels of TD Garden. I want like a security guard to stumble on like a back room that has like rabbit corpses and like empty uh, jars of makeshift bed. Yeah, and then like and you hear bones. footsteps and it quickly cuts. That's what I want. I want a scary ass horror mascot. Yeah, like how gritty is just chaos? It's like okay, that's you're cute with it. Like we're just scary with it. Like. Yeah, it, want, you're just I sitting in the stands and you look up and there's just a bear staring at you yeah. that doesn't talk, <laughs> and you're you don't know how long it's been there. It's like the Undertaker, like all the lights in the garden go out, <laughs> and then when they come up back up, he's ice. standing in section 116, just not. No, moving. he's just at center ice. He's dropping the puck, <laughs> like <laughs> dong, staring yeah, down light, the other team. But like, lights don't go out again, and they come back up, and he's gone. Try to get this puck. Now we're, I think it's we're a coffin at center ice. <laughs> do, sport, do, do sports teams need scarier mascots in this essay? I mean, I kind of love it. I'm not opposed to it, but that is a horrifying bear. If you have not seen what we're talking about, just search Blades Ballet. You're yeah, going to find a bunch of irrelevant shit, that. but at the top it should be Blades dancing with the bear. and It's it's a fever dream. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, Matthew Pontra. You want to talk about him? Oh, I kind of do. And how was how was he doing? I only watched the first game. Not very good. No, not bad. Like he's getting his points, but like watching him, it's a little tough. It's not what I wanted to see. Um, he has a habit of holding on to the puck too long. Uh oh. Which, in retrospect, he kind of does that here too. Like I, I early season, like you're like, oh wow, like him circling the zone. Like he made it work, but when it doesn't work, you just look like an asshole. Like if you like just hog the puck and then give it up, and you could have made a pass at some point. Uh, he had um, 
I want to call it a giveaway, but like he had an opportunity to bat the puck out of the zone at the top of the blue line and didn't. And then Sweden immediately scored. Sweden has not let up a goal in their first three games of this tournament. Wow. That's crazy. Home ice advantage, right? Are they I'm in Sweden? Saying. Yeah, they are. They have a there much smaller net. <laughs> um, but yeah, all in all, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, he's having a really tough time. Like, he's playing well. But, like, I was looking for him to, like, dominate. And that's not really what's happening. No. He'll be fine. Uh, which is weird. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It, a lot of his game is chemistry and and finding space in the ice where he fits into a play. And if he's with a full new team, he's with a full new team. It happens. Did you see the Nick Ritchie clip I sent you? Bro, thank you for reminding me. What's going on? First of all, when did Nick Ritchie go to what, Ligas? Was that a Swedish league? Liga? Have a, I don't know. I hope he's enjoying himself. Apparently he he's won't not. won't be for the next eight games. If you didn't see this in a Liga league game, Nick Ritchie just like knocks someone to the ground, pins them to the ice with one hand, and then with his other glove, it knocks his helmet off. And then with his other gloved hand, just repeatedly starts punching him in the back of the head while the guy's like towering on the ice. And for his efforts, he received an eight-game suspension. But it's he like, tried the- to kill. He tried to kill a man, is what he did. Yeah, um, like, that's not anything. That's not that like, punch oh, is. Like- that punch is illegal in UFC. That punch is illegal in boxing. You can't stand over someone and punch him in the back of the head. That got That's Sean Thornton a 15-game suspension when he did that Trip Brooks or pick. And that was back in was, the day. Yeah, That's that was back when shit like that probably would have flown a hell of a lot more than it would now. Eight games there is, I mean, that's that's a season suspension here. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Nick Ritchie, um, if moon. I may. Well, he's a, he's the moon, and he's also a, a little bitch because I hate him. <laughs> uh, you want to hit him, I want to hit him. Uh, it's so funny to be a bad hockey player and get a little meme about you and then stomp your feet and cry and be like, I don't like you guys who call me the moon. It doesn't fucking mean anything, Nick. It doesn't right. mean fucking anything. It's not like we're saying anything about you. It's just, haha, that's kind of silly, right? That's just a goofy thing. He's like, I don't like it. Then go to the Liga and punch somebody in the head, dude. Enjoy your $25,000 that you make there. What a fucking loser. What an Nick absolutely Ritchie, useless hockey player. Seventh player award winner. <laughs> Is that real? Did that happen? Yeah, oh three years ago, oh he won God. seventh player. Oh, my God. Because he had a really good year. He was shit the year before and then had like a pretty good season. And we're like, hey, good on you, kid. You didn't suck this year. And he's like, watch this. <laughs> he was like, yeah, but don't, don't you dare put my face on any lunar body. Don't do it. If it's a natural satellite, it ain't me. I'll tell you that. Yeah, um, I don't like him. Never have. Never will. Uh, <laughs> never have to see another clip of him again. I think that's on uh, odds on that being the final Nick Ritchie clip that you ever see. High, like, very high. I right, put money on like, it. Like, and not just because, like, you know, what is he going to do of value and whatever? But like, he's in the fucking Liga. Yeah. God bless you. Have a great time, the dude. Coolest goal of the season over there. We probably still wouldn't see it. I heard they got great goulash over there. Um, 
Yeah, I'm glad you brought him up. I fucking hate him so much. <laughs> uh, oh god, uh, man, that felt good. That felt the, good the best part of the saga is when like mm-hmm. whatever writer was like, enough time has passed where I feel comfortable telling people that he hated the moon meme. Where and everyone's like, okay, you mean the meme that we all just forgot about and wouldn't keep talking about it anymore? But now you just gave me the best reason to keep talking about it. Thank you. Yeah, the the worst part about him not being in the NHL is not being able to use that at his expense every time we play him. Um oh yeah, I would I would print it out on poster board and just bring it to the game. Oh, I'd yeah. be there at warm-ups every time. Um, um, have you been watching Behind the Bee? I haven't. I, I'm, I've fallen behind the bee. It's always good. It's always good. It's unbelievable that we have that at our disposal, and it's amazing that we don't watch every episode like glued to it. It's just, it's just I never know when it's on, and then when it is on, I feel like I'm three episodes behind. But what a gift um, it is. Bergy... Um, was featured, you know, being that he was at the alumni game. Oh, Bergy. Um it's it's funny watching him, you know, in the, the in the alumni game clips, like half assing it and still being so much better than everybody. You know, because he's like not wearing shoulder pads, you know, they're they're yeah, you know, they're they're just playing pond hockey, but he's just so much he's making like you know cross ice saucer passes to people that are like not expecting that. It's I feel like it's any guy the year after they retire that they're like, look, take it easy on us. Like, and he's trying, like, he's in trying a pinch, you could suit up and play an NHL game right now. Like, yeah, it's like pinch. watching, it's like watching guys try to play hockey with their kids and like turn off their hockey instincts. Yeah. Like purposely it's, be bad. Yeah. It's tough. But, but, um, uh, yeah, that was great. That was like the highlight I, of the last beyond the B. Uh, another thing from the Sabres game that I want to talk about, uh, a continuation in the officials are driving me fucking insane saga, which Hit like it. how many times can I say I don't like doing this while keep continuing to do it? Do it. The the one I'm talking about is and like I could be totally in the wrong here, but I don't think I am. That double minor call on Brad Marshan. Do you know the one I'm talking about? I'm having trouble like, remembering. They called him for cross-checking, but he like mm-hmm. punched someone in the back with his glove, and they called mm-hmm. it cross-checking, and then gave him another two for unsportsmanlike, which I can't tell if that was just for cross-checking from behind in their eyes, nah, it's or gotta be words. for him yelling at the refs afterwards. That's got to be words, yeah. But wouldn't that be abusive official, or is it kind of just... I mean, like I've only heard the, the abusive official one time. Okay. That's the only time I've ever heard that. Just That's just that. words. He must have just dropped a magic word. Cause like you, he you was, he was fucking lot. yelling at him too. Even in the box, he was fucking pissed. Like you I mean, can you get away like, with saying a lot. So, I mean, he must've said if he's, if that's an angry marshy, you can only imagine what he, what he said, but yeah, he must've just struck a nerve and they're like, okay, there you go. Here's an extra two. Yeah. But I, it's just, again, another entry in the like, what the fuck's going on? What are we doing? Um, yeah. I that was that, the only one I like remember being earning egregious, it. but Marshy earns it. He gets his money's worth. He sure does. And he almost scored coming out of the box, too. Yeah. Like, it was like the Bruins are flying the zone. He liked to pass right to him as he stepped out of the box. And he, yeah. he almost had a, he had a good chance. He had, like, two breakaways this game. The Bruins had a lot of odd man rushes this game, which I wasn't used. They had, like, three and 30 seconds. I was, I was getting whiplash. Yeah. Scored on none of them. But, my goodness, were they there? There's never a time where Marshy wants a goal more than when he's coming out of the box. 
It's one of my especially an unsportsmanlike. Like yes. you know, he just got an extra two for talking. I'm sure he's like, yeah, watch this. Yeah. Um. Anything else on Mark? We kind of touched on him while we were talking about. It. No, I, I I truthfully don't know him all that well. I just know I, I watched a couple of clips of his shot. He's got a killer one timer. He can fucking hammer the puck. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of eyes on him tonight. I I I can't even predict it. I don't want to be like I think he gets a point because again I don't really know. I, it's a very interesting wait and see. I think this is if I'm not mistaken, this is more of a you're playing really well and you deserve to come up here game less than it's a we're super fucking desperate and don't have any other option kind of move. It's kind of both, mm-hmm. but I'm leaning towards wanting to think it's like rewarding his performance because even when people ah! uh, when people are like, uh, Lysel, where's he at? Um, they're like, yeah, he's not the one scoring every night. That's Merck. So let's get him up here first. So I, I would love to see him light the lamp. I uh, That'd be fantastic. Playing the Devils tonight. The Devils are all right. I have tickets tonight. I don't want to go. I'm too lazy to have season tickets. I don't deserve them. Like, yeah, that's that's definitely part of it. You want me to go to 41 that. games? Fuck. God damn. Fine. I can't believe they're making you do that, dude. <laughs> Assholes. How much are they paying you to do that? That you know, Joe, that's the funniest thing about it, is I'm paying them. What? $55. What? Times a lot. <laughs> they, they charged you $55 for season tickets? Yeah. Can you believe it? The bastards. Robbery. Robbery. Those you are... see the prices at the garden recently? Uh, you see the price hikes? Like concessions? Yeah. No. I'd never buy shit when I'm there. It's like $19 for a Bud Light. Yeah. Uh, sodas sodas are up to seven bucks yeah like a bottle of water being like eight dollars i'm like there should be like legal action here like you should should not be allowed to do that water should be free at any kind of any kind of event that it's a very american notion that water's free because in a lot of european countries like they charge you up the ass for water. They charge you to use the bathroom in Europe. That place is not a model. the wash closet, I which has got to be mom. the worst expression I've ever heard for a bathroom. <laughs> like there's so many of them, but wash closet. You know what I think is gross is it's when the neither Brits, of those it, things. I think it's gross when the Brits call it the toilet. And like the, I got to go loo. to the toilet. Like don't tell me that. Just what? <laughs> it's too specific. I have to. I have to go use the toilet. I have to go now. sit on the toilet. I have to go sit on the toilet. Ew, dude. Ew. Yucky. I'll let your imagination fill in the rest. <laughs> I gotta go to a potty real quick. I mean, Somebody Lou is funny. Hand. Lou's just like classic. Like the Brits just make shit up. Um, my girlfriend spent some time abroad in, in England and just knows the culture fairly well. And every now and then, she's like, "Oh, you know what they call this." They call it that. And I'm like, what the f- what? Like, they don't, what? you know, arugula. You know what they call arugula? Do they call it like? They call it rocket. That sounds like a street name for peppery, a drug. Because it's peppery. 
like there's arugula always some shit spice. like arugula is the, the in england yes that's, that's so oh <laughs> there's gotta be some arugula in this bad boy <laughs> we call this chili powder salt no thank you <laughs> I, I did have some of the best food in my life in england i will be honest but because I was not eating English food. Although the full English breakfast, man, they got that figured out. I was going to say that's kind of the yeah. one, right? Hell I mean, yeah, aside from just giving you like grilled tomatoes, that's. I know. They're so good. They work so well. Like having that, like the moisture with every, like all the other stuff on the plate. It's fantastic. And honestly, beans with breakfast. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of that. I'm, yeah, a, bean, really? I'm a bean yeah. boy. I'm a bean town boy. So funny no. that Boston gets the Bean Town tag and like our entire life that just hasn't been the case, but it's still called Bean Town. Yeah. It's like just I got to my head, I couldn't tell you why we're called Bean Town. I think they just sold a lot of beans. They they <laughs> made a lot of beans here. I think that's a like BM. Sounds like I an think... insult. Sounds like something another city gave us. Like, okay, Bean Town. Like shut up. Don't say that. Guys, they, they, we gotta make fun <laughs> of Boston. They, I, they eat a lot of beans, I guess. Oh, yo, bean Stop. town. Stop, dude. Stop, Stop it. We had the tea party. We're like, no, we're title town. You're like, no, we're right, beanies. Like, all right, bean town. <laughs> Yeah, that's oh, like boy. the last thing you got called before you go home. Oh, Grizzly is in tonight. Matthias Grizzly returning to us. He getting traded out. Uh, whew, that's tough. Um, I think it's higher. So a lot of a lot of uh, Bruins Twitter accounts <laughs> drag Grizzly and DeBrusque. Yeah, but really Grizzly. I I don't know. I don't know. Because I feel like every year I think he's going to get traded, and then he isn't. So this who's year to say? Uh, Forbert is eligible to return tomorrow. I don't think he Check will because I haven't heard anything about it. But the fact that he'll be coming back soon, I think that that's – he's one of those guys I don't think people understand the impact he has when he's gone. Like, the PK's been good. It's been pretty pretty damn good. But, like, with him on it, it's much better. Yeah. Seattle winter a little classic. Yeah. Yeah. Are you are you uh I'm, I'm going gonna yeah. go see the family for the winter classic? I'll snuggle under a blanket and watch Seattle Vegas. Yeah, that's definitely what the NHL thinks is happening. That this is our mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The thing that like the two teams fans will watch and then that's oh, I it. mean I'm gonna watch it. I'm I'm gonna watch it. Hey. Isn't it during the day? Yeah, Isn't it's it like, like on New Year's it's on New Year's Day. Oh, it's oh right! It's Monday. Yeah, I, was, I thought it's New Year's. Yeah, no. it's New Year's Day. Yeah, it's like one p.m. <sighs> All right, well, and the Bruins killed it last year with it, like the Red Sox unis showing up. I'm too nice. It was a great time last year. I, I, I think Jake that was a good game. Playing on a broken goddamn, winning the game on a broken leg. Yeah, so maybe Jake. Maybe Jake watches this Winter Classic and remembers what he could do oh shit right i can play hockey pretty well we'll get him back we'll get him back all right anything else that you got before we uh get the <sighs> shit out of here i mean i'm sure there's like a million things i'm forgetting right now but by the time i thought of them probably take too long uh bennington had a uh, michigan scored against him and it was one of the greatest things oh I, I gotta go back a couple games jacob lauco had the game of his career against the minnesota wild and i just in a few minutes, he beat the shit out of somebody and then almost scored a Michigan goal. 
which yeah. I would have had to turn the game off because where do you go from there? Yeah. But anytime Bennington looks bad, I'm I'm a fan of that. Yeah, he he tweeted something after he got uh the Michigan on him from Bedard. Yeah, it's like, oh, how to stop like, it? And it's just them like assaulting yeah, the player. Yeah. It's like, ha, ha, dude, that's very funny. Is it that because you're a whiny bitch who actually cares and actually does that stuff? Is that because you actually hit people in cheap ways? I get it. Correct. That's exactly what it is. That's it. <laughs> I yeah. just wanted to throw that in there. Lauko, I've been like the fourth line. I've been really liking their play. Beecher, too. So th- eyes on them. Amen. That, and I want my, my pride and joy, Matthew Potter, to start cooking at the World Juniors. That's all I got. What do you got? Anything all right. Um, have a blessed new year. No, gross. Um, if you're, uh, if you're going out, be safe. Get a get a DD. Get a get an Uber. If you need um, a, if you need a ride, call Joe. If you need a ride, call me. Okay, six zero three. I thought you were gonna say my uh, number for a second. That would have been funny. That would have been funny if I knew your number off the top of my head. That'd be insane, though. Uh, yeah. God bless everybody. Uh, stay strong. Stay safe. Um, live with your chest in front of you, and make. Every moment counts towards the grand total of moments that you will have lived at the end. Bear with me.